Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. This is your daily financial news coming to you at 7.30, not 7 a.m. That means that Jonathan Twombly was not able to make it this morning, so I chose to do the interview at, or the discussion at 7.30. Uh, We will do these at 7. Whoop, what happened? There we go. Sorry, I turned off the light. What happened? There we go. Sorry about that. Too many wires in the office. Wow. There we go. Sorry about that. I need to move where that uh, power switch is. Anyways, Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. We normally do these at 7 a.m. on Thursdays. We're doing this one at 7.30 uh, because we will not, unfortunately, not be speaking with Jonathan Twomley. Real quick, uh, before we get started, we have a lot more names to read off. We are getting so close to 500. You will see the total in just a moment. But let's congratulate some folks. Paul and Kedma, congratulations. Paul and Kedma, congratulations. Y'all got three, so congratulations. Every deal you close, uh, you get a card. If you close a deal between June 1st, 2021, and today's date, like Paul and Kedma, let me know about it. The only rule is one rental at a time helped you some way, somehow. Books, YouTube channel, Instagram, website, courses, whatever it is, I am a very, very easy grader. Because I want to see us get to 500. I want to give away a lot of money. And um, yeah, I just want to see that my effort every day is paying off. So uh, congratulations. Jeff, congratulations. You got two. Jeff, congratulations. Uh, I'm going to say Mega, congratulations. Might be short for Megan, I'm not sure. But Mega, congratulations. Miles, congratulations. You got two. Miles. And if you were watching my discussions with Anna Kelly yesterday, you know that Anna got one and two. Yes, my experts are also included in this. And then Jimmy, congratulations. One more for Jimmy. And finally, Michael. All right, folks, the grand total as of this morning, this is fun to do each day, is now 487. 487, we are 13 away. We could get there this week if things things keep going. Worst case, we will get there next week. And then the question will be, how high will we go? Uh, It is going to be fun to watch all of you doing the work. Remember, good or great deals. Learn average, and then you could go from there. One sec. Puppy wants to say hi. Okay, little one. You're getting distracted. Yep, still has the cone on, probably another week or so. Really doesn't like it, but uh, all right, let's see if we can do this. So lots of stuff going on today, a full page of notes. Uh, Where should we start? Well, we're starting to see already the impact of rising commodities. Uh, I don't know if you're tracking oil, uh, but it is up over 110. Gasoline will be going up for everyone around the world. Wheat, wheat has gone up 20%. There's something called limit up. Uh, which wheat has done twice this week. So again, 
uh, expect expect food to be more expensive. Uh, I asked yesterday about cancellations, right? Is the consumer getting nervous or not? Uh, I heard from several real estate agents, probably, I don't know, seven or eight of you watching. Thank you very much for interacting. Thank you for sharing your stories and your experience. Most of you said uh, no cancellations yet. A couple of you said, you know what, actually uh, some buyers coming off the sidelines. But a couple of you did highlight uh, some pretty significant cancellations. One in particular, uh, who is a big producer, his team has talked about uh, cancellations being up 20%. So again, the consumer is a fickle creature. Uh, when you watch them, they move in packs and you never know what kind of breaks the back. So again, we will be watching for this. Amazon uh, is uh, closing 68 retail stores. Uh, they did try this Amazon books, uh, you know, basically pop-ups. Uh, they have proven that physical stores don't work. Amazon, didn't you teach us that already? Why did you have to learn that lessons? Anyways, I thought that was kind of funny. Google employees are asked to come back to the office next April. Yep, the Silicon Valley is about to have traffic, traffic, traffic again. Uh, lots of more tech companies are saying come back. Victoria's Secrets, we are going to start to see, I believe, retail struggle. I believe, as we will talk later in this show, the January bump in retail sales was empty calories, and we will get to that in a minute. But Victoria's Secret beat top and bottom for last quarter, uh, but gave dismal guidance for the next quarter. Talked about inflation, global unrest. Actually, said global unrest. That's the first uh, earnings statement that uh, I have seen that referenced what is going on in Europe. Uh, don't know if you know this. Uh, I looked it up. I was like, how many U.S. troops are in Europe? Looks like we're right around 90,000 U.S. troops. Uh, that is up 12,000 in February. Uh, I just wasn't sure how many were there. So I did a quick Google search and got the answer of 90,000. Now that's all of Europe. So again, they're not all in one place, obviously, but I just didn't know how big or how, how many, how powerful or numerous our forces were. So I wanted to know. The 10-year had the biggest one-day jump yesterday on record. I don't know if you caught the discussion with Matt, the mortgage guy, but he was like, wow, we had two good days of better pricing and then it all evaporated. It was really a, a difficult day. Uh, hopefully, if you liked it, you locked it on Monday or Tuesday because uh, Wednesday got away from you. It looks like traders are ditching right uh, and going back to risk assets based on what happened yesterday. Best Buy reported decent earnings, beat top and bottom and gave pretty good guidance. But all the other retailers, all of them, bad, right? We talked about Victoria's Secrets. BJ Wholesale missed. Big Lots missed. Burlington Stores missed. Folks, I think retail's in trouble. Retail's in trouble. The consumer is in trouble. Inflation is real. Uh, no more stimulus money. No more extra jolts of sugar to go shopping. And um, yeah, I think the January retail sales, remember, remember, December was negative. January was positive. And we're like, huh, how did that happen? Well, it turns out it was very likely gift cards. Gift cards, when they are sold in December, are not counted as retail sales. They are counted 
when the gift card is used. So there's a very good chance that the January sugar high does not carry forward. So we need to watch for that. Another software stock uh, who doesn't make any money got crushed today, Snowflake. Even though they kind of hit hit numbers, they beat earnings, um, they gave decent guidance. Uh, but the fact that they're still losing 43 cents a share, uh, you got to make money, right? The, the market is turning off on risk and uh, making money but losing it faster, probably not a recipe uh, in the changing market. I want it to be known that you should expect Russia to default on its foreign debts. Uh, I'm not sure how big it is. Near as I can tell, it's about $60 billion. Uh, this is not going to be a Lehman Brothers moment. It will be more like, like Argentina when Argentina defaulted on its debt. So it will hurt. And as you will see, or actually we'll do it right now, there will be at least one bank that gets really hurt by this. Uh, Near as I can tell, that might be Citibank. You never really know where all the risk is, but there was some bank that that will prove to be overexposed to Russia, and they will get hurt. Uh, Right now, the leader in the clubhouse is Citigroup, but we are probably a month away from figuring out where all the dirty laundry is, so pay attention. There will be... Somebody will lose a lot of money, but I don't see it being true counterparty risk that just takes people out uh, like the great financial crisis. Uh, Russia's largest bank uh, that was trading on the New York Stock Exchange crashed 99% to one penny. It is a penny stock. Uh, They're being obviously delisted, I believe. Uh, That is Spurbank, I guess. I'm not sure. I think that's how you say it. Uh, They have suffered abnormal cash outflows. This is a classic example all of us should remember. When the consumer loses faith, they all do it together. Russia Bank, throughout Europe, big institution. People lose faith, they go get their money and they move it elsewhere. This is really, this is a... This is a lesson that we should all remember about the importance of understanding the consumer. Looks like Russia's wealth fund is going to try to step in and stabilize their stock market. Don't know if you know this, but their stock market has been closed for three days. I do not know if it opened today. It is said that the wealth fund is preparing $10 billion to enter the market with buys to kind of put a floor. It's no. I believe that we may be looking at Russia winning but losing. Let me explain. It is possible and maybe even likely if they continue to bombard and do horrible things that they will quote-unquote win the war. However, I believe with the sanctions and the strong stranglehold and probably – I believe the world is going to say no to Russian oil here shortly, which will hurt everyone. But it will definitely send Russia into a depression, Great Depression 2.0. As I said yesterday, the day before, we may be looking at two mass humanitarian efforts very soon. The Ukraine will undoubtedly need our help. They need our help now. 
but they will undoubtedly need our help when this is over, whatever over is. Even if they win, Russia backs out, they will need help. But Russia will need help as well. Their citizens are suffering and it will only, unfortunately, get worse. I believe the darker days are ahead for both countries. And the world needs to be ready to help when peace is uh, once again achieved. It is said that one million people have left the Ukraine uh, in seven days. That is the fastest uh, you know, fleeting of um, citizens. Seven days, a million people have fled to other countries. Uh, there's talk of stagflation coming. I have said that is my base case for months. I believe we are getting ever the, the what is happening in the oil and wheat and other commodities market makes my call for stagflation much better or much more likely. I don't like saying it's better is that's you shouldn't say stagflation is better. Those those shouldn't come together. But anyways, remember if you if stagflation comes, there is an index that you can follow that nobody talks about i brought it to you six weeks ago and again about four weeks ago it's called the misery index it was tagged that in the jimmy carter era the misery index is very simple take cpi and add um unemployment uh i will do a separate whiteboard video on that later today very likely uh the misery index peaked I believe I'll say I, it peaked at 19 sometime in the late seventies, I believe, but you'll see that in a later video. I think today it's about 11, but if we need to watch this, the misery index will go up as stagflation takes hold. It is not good. It is something we should all watch for. Looks like short sellers are starting to up their targets on consumer stocks. And why not? Remember, BJ Wholesale, Big Lots, Burlington, uh, Victoria's Secrets, they all gave, they all missed and or gave horrible guidance. The consumers tapped out. You can only raise rent, raise gas, raise food so much before they stop shopping. This is not good. And then finally, as I mentioned earlier, it is estimated that Citigroup may have upwards of 10 billion dollars in exposure to russia somebody some financial institution out there has is going to suffer billions and probably tens of billions of losses in fact it will probably be multiple financial institutions i suspect a lot of them will exist in europe uh, i expect america to suffer uh some as well uh, you just never know where all the risk is in these financial institutions, the little crevices and like. So again, folks, we are going to be having the three amigos discussions later today. We'll be talking to the CEO of Hemlane in just a little bit. And yes, I will give you a whiteboard discussion as well today. Congratulations one more time. We are almost there. 487, 487, 13 away. It's possible that we get there by the weekend maybe next week, at which point we're going to start uh, doing some collection for a food bank. I'm going to have to figure out how to dye my hair purple and some other things that we have discussed. Take care of yourself. Have a wonderful day. 487. Bye.